Feliz Año Nuevo. It is New Year's Eve or the day of. If you are listening to this, the day it is released. And I felt this episode would give you a great jump start for the new year, which is why I brought it back for a replay. Enjoy. The new year is upon us and it's a time for a fresh start. But this year, let's stick with those financials goals, shall we? I'm going to share with you how in this episode. Are you tired of the traditional money advice? Me too. Bienvenida. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast. Join me each week for down-to-earth money conversations that will leave you with more confidence and inspiration to help you take control of your money. And you will probably learn some Spanish along the way too. Lista? You ready? Empecemos with. Let's get started. Bienvenida, happy new year, feliz año nuevo. This is Jen Hempel, your host. I hope your holidays went fantastic and that you are ready to tackle this new year. If you hear my voice, I have had a cold for a little bit, so my voice is extra sexy, if you will. Today, I was going to wait, but I couldn't wait anymore because it just was, this cold wasn't going away. So today we are going to focus on preparing for the new year and how to go about doing this as simply and as successful as possible, because we know we have the best intentions in the new year to start a financial goal or start a resolution and we don't stick to it. So how can we stick to it? Okay. That's what we're going to focus on and strategy on how to stick to the goal and be consistent with it so you can succeed at it. Also, at the end of the show, I have a very important announcement that I'm making. So be sure to stay until they're very end. You definitely need to hear this important announcement, especially as a listener of this show. Now, in the second mini episode of The Break, we talked about how to do your year in review. So if you have not listened to that mini episode, I recommend you do so before starting this one or continuing with this one. It's a very short episode. It is a mini episode. Hello. Uh, so make sure you to do that before you continue on with this episode. Because what we did in this year in review in this mini episode is we made a list of our money wins, the lessons learned, our current confidence level, the goals that are we accomplished, what worked, what didn't work. So again, if you haven't done that, I would go and do that real quick. Again, it's a mini episode. I promised you that this week we would talk about setting you up for success for this year, being consistent, strategizing. What can you do different this year so you can take consistent action and succeed with your financial goal? So I'm going to share with you four indispensable moves for a slam dunk year with your money. You ready? So I want you to think about what you want to accomplish in 2019. I want you to think about just one aspect of your financial life. That's it. Let's just keep it simple. You can build on from that. But for right now, just think about one aspect of your financial life. Is it saving more money, whether it's for your emergency fund or travel? Is it increasing how much you take out of your pay for your retirement? 
Is it paying off a debt that you have? What is it that you want to accomplish financially in 2019? So the first move or indispensable move, if you will, is to choose a money goal that brings you joy and excitement without any prejudging. Right. So no prejudgments are allowed, meaning if you are thinking you can't do it, we don't want to think that way. Okay. So just no prejudgments. All right. So you want to make sure that this goal is something that makes you stretch a little, but it's not over the top and you'll know, right? So sometimes we want to achieve something and maybe it makes us a little nervous. So you want to assess, is this making me stretch a little? Is it over the top and really not realistic? Like for example, let's say you haven't been saving money consistently. You've been saving maybe $100 here, $50 there, but maybe in a year's time, maybe you managed to save $300 and then you spent it. Okay. So an over the top goal would be saving $10,000, let's say for a year. Not that that's not doable, but you want to start with something that you are able to do at this point in time. If you haven't been consistent, maybe the goal should be around being more consistent and then building from that, right? So you want to make sure that one, it's not too easy, meaning you know it's a no-brainer because then that's not challenging you. That's not really a a great goal. It's just something that you can do, that you can like paying your bills. You know, you're going to do that, right? So that's a no-brainer. So you want to make sure it stretches you, but it's not over the top, that it makes sense for you at this period and time of your life, all right? So you want to define what you like to accomplish. Again, not judging ahead of time if you can do it. So we'll work backwards. So let's just say to break it down that you want, you really, really want to break saving $5,000 right? Or maybe you want to pay this $5,000 debt or a $10,000 debt. But let's just talk about maybe let's increase it to 10,000 or 15,000 that you either want to pay off, you want to save. And maybe when you look at that number, that may seem a little overwhelming. So you want to break that goal down. What does that look like on a monthly basis, right? So if you break it down into a monthly goal, let's say you break down, let's just do 10,000 just so I can do the math real easily. On a monthly basis, that's about $833 in some sense. So let's just round up to 834. Now, if you are looking at that, you're like, where am I going to get $834 from? Okay, again, you don't want to judge this here especially if if you're thinking it's sounding like too much. It's really, it's a time to really make a plan. You want to look at your budget. You want to look at what the money you're making, the money that you're spending on a monthly basis. How does this fit, right? Maybe you know that you have a couple of hundred dollars uh, extra every single month, but you don't think you have that $800 total, right? So what can you do? Instead of just judging and saying, I can't do this, is what can you do? How can you make this happen? If you don't have that extra cash, you know you have $200 for sure, but you don't have the $600 every single month, how can you get it? What expenses can you minimize? Or what money 
extra money can you bring in? Can you work overtime? Do you, can you do a side hustle? What can you do? Uh, what is a sensible solution for you that makes you stretch, but at the same time is not over the top, right? That is not achievable, right? You don't want to make it, create something, create a goal around something that is not achievable. Maybe right now you're working so much that there's just no other time in the day to work, right? Or to earn extra money. Maybe your family situation doesn't allow that. Whatever it may be, you know best. So again, make sure that it makes you stretch. Don't make it a no-brainer. Like you pay your bills. That's a no-brainer. You want you, you pay your bills all the time. Okay. So that's number one. You want to choose a money goal that brings you excitement and you're not prejudging. So don't compare other people's goals uh, to yours. Uh, if yours is and not anywhere near to what you hear, it doesn't matter. Your situation is different from their situation. Again, assess what is good for you. Make sure it makes you stretch, but it's not over the top. And make sure that if it's a no-brainer, you got to <laughs> increase that goal some, okay? So again, a choose a goal that brings you excitement and that it's not over the top. Because the problem is we choose goals based on what others are doing that really, especially the number amount that really make no sense for our financial life at this time. Or maybe that is not doable. And you want to make sure that you don't want to set up a goal and not achieve it, right? And sometimes we set up these crazy goals. And I've done this. I've done this where I set up this a goal and I'm not able to achieve it because maybe one, I didn't have a good strategy in place. Two, it just didn't make sense for this time in my life, right? So you have to trust yourself. Again, this is all about confidence and making sure you trust your instincts because you know best. All right, indispensable move number two is really understand what it's going to take. So if you choose a money goal and you've broken it down to a monthly number and you saw how it fit into your monthly plan and you said, okay, this is going to stretch me a bit, but I can do this. I've got this. Then you want to understand what really is it going to take? And you want to sit down and write down all the actions that you need to take to make this goal happen. So let's say in the example of the $10,000, you decided, you know what? $800 isn't doable at this time. You know, you have $200 every month. But let you decided that you wanted to stretch it to $400 every month. So $400 in 90 days, 400 times three, that's, let me make sure I do my math right, $1,200, right? So with the $400, you decided that it was going to make you stretch because the 200 wasn't, and you decided $400 was that number that was going to make you stretch. So that means in a three months time, you're going to be saving or putting towards that $1,200. All right. So now that you know, $400 is the number that's going to make you stretch. What is it going to take? Right. So you want to, again, list all the actions you need to make, take to make this goal happen. And you want to write all those down. So you might think, well, I just need to set money aside. Okay. It's not just about setting money aside. It's about where is that money going to come from? When are you going to set it aside? 
and making sure that you're consistent because maybe it's finding that extra $200 because you know you in this example, you know, you have the $200 and it's finding that extra $200. And maybe in you decide in this case that it's minimizing your expenses, maybe eating out or the groceries, you're cutting it down by 200. Well, what if in this next month you're not able to cut it? Right. So you have to really outline the action. So it's not just saying we're going to cut groceries and eating out by $200. It's digging deeper. Okay. How are you going to do that? Okay. Yes. You're going to, let's say meal plan, or you're going to take out cash and make sure a set amount of cash every month and make sure you don't go over that when you go out to eat. So it's those specific actions. It's beyond setting the money aside. In some of these, it may be some mental actions. It's going to take some mental energy. Maybe you're an impulse spender and maybe sometimes it's just easier going out to eat and you decide that really easily at times with impulse, right? So you want to make sure that you list all those actions down of what it's going to take to make it happen. Think about the challenges that you come across. Maybe why you're spending that extra $200 that you're knowing you can minimize, right? So think about those things. List out everything. There's no wrong answer. Just list out everything, whether it's some challenges, things that you could change. You want to list out everything. Again, it's beyond saying you're going to find $200. It's deeper than that. All right. And you also, when you list these actions down, you want to write next to it, write down what energy level is going to take mentally and physically on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high energy and one, of course, being low. And you want to rate those, both those mental and physical. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal. I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you energy that it's going to take for that action. And the reason why you want to do that is that way you know ahead of time how much you need to prepare for that action. That maybe one of the actions is, uh, because we talked about minimizing the groceries, and maybe sometimes uh, you're finding yourself that you don't have time to meal plan and you end up spending more at the grocery store for uh, some simple, easy meals, right? So Maybe that's going to take a higher energy level, right? And you want to know ahead of time so you're prepared instead of just going out there and spending that extra money, okay? And you want to make sure that you can fit these actions with these high energy levels consistently in your life, right? So you want to make sure that you're able to do that and you want to acknowledge that energy, that is going to take again. So, you know, ahead of time and again, as, as well, the mental energy, because it's not just about the physical action of taking money out and putting into savings or taking that money out and paying that extra money on that credit card. It's not just that, right? It's also sometimes the impulse spending. Sometimes it's uh, going a little overboard at the grocery store. Sometimes it's just whatever it may be for you. So you want to acknowledge those things as well. Before we continue, I have a quick message for you. Her Dinero Matters is brought to you by First Republic Bank. The world is changing and your needs are evolving. As your focus turns to what matters most to you and your community, First Republic remains committed to offering personalized financial solutions that fit your needs. 
From day one, you'll be connected with a dedicated banker who will serve as your primary point of contact throughout your relationship with the bank. They'll be there to listen to you, understand your values, and meet you on your financial journey. Your banker can offer solutions that support your goals at any stage, from setting up a personal checking account to refinancing household debt to buying a first home. As your needs evolve, you can call or email your banker at any time for the support you need because First Republic believes what matters to you matters most. Learn more at firstrepublic.com. That's firstrepublic.com. Member of FDIC, equal housing lender. And then once you list those actions, you rate them in terms of energy level, you want to break these down into weekly actions. So some of these actions you may do have to do on a consistent uh, basis, right? That they don't, these actions don't change and that's okay. So you want to break down the, really the goal is to create this goal for three months, right? So 90 days, think in terms of 90 days. So when we talked about that, and I forgot to mention that when we talked about that $400 goal a month that you know, it's going to make you stretch, you know, that 400 times three, $1,200, that your 90 day goal is to save, pay extra towards debt in those 90 days or $1,200 versus saying in a whole year, I'm going to pay X amount off in my debt, right? So let's just work on three months at a time, 90 days, and make sure to, so that way you see the progress and you win with that progress versus a year is a long time to take some action. But if you win at the smaller goals, you're more likely to be consistent, All right. So you want to break down into weekly actions and then move number three or indispensable move number three is to establish a plan so you can be consistent. So yes, we decided how much we're going to set aside and choosing that goal. We also decided, we also understand what it's going to take. We wrote down those actions and how you're going to do that is you want to, well, your plan to be consistent is you need to be uh, tracking your progress. You want to acknowledge your challenges and you want to devise solutions for them. So maybe you know ahead of time that impulse spending is something that you struggle with. So you want to make sure that you jot that down and more specifically, what about that? You know, not just I struggle with impulse spending, but you know that there's a certain store, maybe a target. I know I'm guilty of that. Uh, that when you stop by there, you end up spending more money than you planned on. So, you know, that is a challenge for you. So what is a solution for that challenge? So you can be consistent with those actions so you can get to that three month goal. All right. So maybe in this case, uh, you go, uh, maybe the target has, and you can shop online versus going to the store, right? Or you can shop. I know some targets have the shop online and you pick up your groceries, maybe your target has that. And maybe that's what you can do. So that way it eliminates or minimizes how much you spend at the store. So that's the second thing that you want to incorporate to be consistent. So one's tracking your progress. Number two is acknowledging your challenges and devising solutions, figuring out what is the solution ahead of time. Uh, so when you encounter that challenge, you are prepared. And number three, 
Shouldn't be surprised to you is keeping track of those money wins. And then number four, you want to make sure you check in with your financial, your confidence level, finance confidence level. So you want to, on a scale of one to 10, how confident are you feeling each time you check in, track your progress? You want to check in every month and more if you can in terms of how your goals are coming along. All right. So you want to check in with your finance. Uh, your money confidence level to make sure that if you're seeing that you're not feeling too confident, you want to assess that. Why? If you're feeling not so hot about your financial life, why is that? Especially if you're taking some action. So you want to assess that and figure that out so you know how to fix that. All right. So that's move number three. And move number four is this is really, really important is to find an accountability partner, right? This accountability partner can be a friend, a family member, someone you trust. It can be paid with someone in the financial field, like a money coach or counselor, like me, hello, (laughs) or someone else. Of course, it doesn't have to be me, but it can be someone else. Uh, And because really, at the end of the day, we are human and We all need accountability to succeed. Just think about it. We've grown up, you know, when we were little, who was our accountability partners? Our parents, right? They told us what to do. And if we didn't do our homework or if we didn't eat all our food, they kept us accountable, right? And then we get into the real world. We're accountable at the job. If we don't get our work done, we may not get paid. We may get fired or worst case scenario. So we all need some sort of accountability to succeed. And that's just how we're wired. So you need to find an accountability partner, whether it's someone you can, uh, a friend or family member, just someone you can trust, or even a paid version of it. With again, someone in the field like me or another money coach, financial counselor, there's a ton of people out there that can help you. Now, those are the four moves. Again, I'll just go over real quick. I'll recap the first number, the indispensable move. Number one is to choose a money goal that brings you joy and excitement and don't prejudge it. Make sure that it stretches you a little, but it's not over the top that make sure you don't choose one that's a no brainer like your bills. Uh, the move number two, indispensable number, number, move number two is to understand what really is it going to take. So you want to write down every task, every action that you're going to need to take. So it's beyond just setting money, the money aside. It's making sure keeping yourself accountable that you don't overspend at Target or and things like that. And number three, indispensable move number three is to establish a plan for consistency, tracking your progress, acknowledging your challenges, and ahead of time devising solutions for them, and keeping track of your money wins, checking in with your financial confidence level. And indispensable move number four is find an accountability partner. And I can't stress that one enough. It's so important. I know the people that I work with, that's one of the reasons they hire me is that they're needing someone to keep them accountable. And yes, and an extra pair of eyes uh, to uh, for them, for that person, for me to look at their finances uh, from a different angle, right? So I hope that you found that helpful. I hope that you implement those moves. And I wanted to tell you, if this helped you and you are interested in digging deeper, there is going to be a webinar. I'm actually doing two. There's two options for a webinar and that you can register and you can go over to jenhemphill.com forward slash slam dunk. That's jenhemphill.com forward slash slam dunk to pick a date 
in time for you. It's going to be a live webinar where I actually go in deeper and with more examples because I didn't want to make this podcast an hour long. And sometimes with this type of information, uh, we need a visual as well. So make sure that you register again, jenhemphill.com forward slash slam dunk. The link will be in the show notes as well. Now for the announcement. So just get ready. As you know, I've been doing this podcast or you may not know for three years. And after much consideration and thought, we are going to go from weekly episodes to bi-monthly episodes starting today. New episodes will be published every first and third Thursday of the month. Now, you know, I've started the sister podcast in Spanglish called Su Dinero Importa. And for the past few months, I've been publishing weekly episodes on two podcasts. And while it is doable, and I'm being really sincere and frank and honest, it's not doable for the long run. And I don't want to all of a sudden just disappear. And I need to do what I need to do to continue to provide you a quality uh, podcast. And so that means for now, and things could change uh, to going down to two times a month. So to be, um, we're becoming a bi-monthly podcast every first and third Thursday of the month. So I know some of you are going to be disappointed, but I hope you, you definitely stick with me. Again, I have to do this just to continue to provide you uh, quality content and to continue uh, to help you. So I hope that you respect that. So that is the big announcement. And for the weekly shout out or La Mención Semanal, this goes to a Jenny. <laughs> she uh, writes in a review and she says, Jen's podcast is one that has quickly made its way into my normal listening schedule. I like how she hits topics like insurance, explaining financial services, and other similar topics. She gives some great information about everyday finances that we all need to consider uh, to uh, keep it simple and easy to understand. She gives us a five-star review on iTunes, and thank you so much. Now, if you are determined, I just want to remind you, if you're determined to make money work for you this year, just make sure you registered for that webinar I mentioned earlier over at jenhemphill.com forward slash slam dunk. Next time on Her Money Matters on the third Thursday of the month, we will talk with Ashley Feinstein Gersley of The Fiscal Femme. It's a fantastic conversation that you don't want to miss. So that is a wrap for today. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune into the show. You can check out the show notes at jenhemphill.com forward slash 163. And also don't forget, if you love this podcast, I would appreciate it if you share it with your friend, family member, coworker, or even a stranger. It means the world to me. So I appreciate you listening and we'll talk again on the third Thursday of this month. Nos hablaremos pronto. Ciao.